today I just want to relay a truth that you've, you've heard before, but I, I want you to listen, listen to this as if you haven't heard it and just uh, and get fresh revelation about this. Because I can tell you, when you get a revelation about this, instead of just hearing it, it's an amazing thing. So I just want to read from Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 33 to 34. And this is from the New Living Translation, so if you don't want to turn there, that's fine. I'll read it out to you. And it says this, But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds, and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And they will not need to teach their neighbours, nor will they need to teach their family, saying, You should know the Lord. For everyone from the least to the greatest will already know me, says the Lord. And I will forgive their wickedness and will never again remember their sins. That's the part that I want to focus on. It's an amazing prophecy, the prediction of the new covenant. Okay, And this covenant was instituted when Jesus died on the cross for our sin. And that's what we're remembering today. Okay, Jesus dying for us. What's so amazing about this scripture to me is the fact that it says those last words, I will forgive their wickedness and will never again remember their sins. It's an amazing thing. Now, I'm building up something here. Let's read to um, in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 29. I think this is an amazing scripture when remembering about Christ. It says this, The next day John, John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, there is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Read that again. Look, there is the Lamb of God who takes away, takes away the sins of the world. Why does God remember our sins no more? Why can he do that? Because the truth is that Jesus, as the Lamb of God, died and took away our sins. Okay? In the, new, in the old covenant, the blood of the sacrifices would cover over their sins. Right? It would cover over their sins. They still exist, but they were atoned for. They were covered over. However, as John said, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world... Our, our sin actually doesn't exist anymore. Not just that it's covered over, but it doesn't exist anymore. I want to read you a, a quote from Bill Johnson in his book, The Supernatural Ways of Royalty. Now, it's a little bit wordy, and teaching you six boys, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware that some people don't listen when you read it, but I want you to listen and, and hear this. I'll read it a couple of times for you because it's a bit wordy, but listen to this. Whenever we review the events of our lives apart from the blood of Jesus, we subject ourselves to the influence of the spirit of deception. Okay, I'll say it again. Whenever we review the events of our lives apart from the blood of Jesus, we subject ourselves to the influence of the spirit of deception. Why? Because the truth, okay, the truth is that our sin does not exist anymore once we have repented because Jesus came to take away our sin. Not just that it doesn't bother him, not just that it's done, but, oh, yeah, I'm not phased anymore. But it actually doesn't exist. That's the truth, that it doesn't exist. Okay? I want to illustrate this a little bit for you. If I could get Frank, I don't, I'm going to do something that's a bit crazy, but I trust Frank to do it. I'm going to burn this piece of paper, because I don't trust myself with fire around a tent, but Frank I can trust with anything. This is sin, okay? This is sin. Now, I, don't, I want you to close your eyes while I do this as well because we didn't get to see Jesus die on the cross. So I'm not going to let you see my trusty helper burn this sin, okay? In the Old Testament, it might have been covered over, okay? So you can't see it anymore. What is actually going to happen? Frank is going to burn this, okay? And in effect, this is what Jesus did to our sin when he died on the cross. He burnt it. 
Not that he just filed it away somewhere. It is actually going to turn from existence to non-existence when Frank does this. If I can just get you to close your eyes as Frank burns that, so you're not going to see it. Okay, I don't want you to see it because uh, it's like the word of... Keep listening as you close your eyes. As the word of God is our, uh, is our evidence of, of Jesus taking away the sin, we've got to trust God. Okay, we've got to trust God. You've got to trust me now that Frank is burning this piece of paper, that it's burnt, that it's gone. And when you see it, you might see a bit of... When you, afterwards, you might smell the aroma or you might see the ashes, but the truth is that it doesn't exist anymore and that Frank has actually burnt that up. Okay, whether you see, you don't see with your eyes. We didn't see Jesus on the cross, but I'm telling you, the Word of God is our evidence. It's our ashes. It's our aroma today that Jesus died to take away the sin of the world. And I'll, I'll continue from there. It's, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much gone. Okay, the point that I want to try and make: while your sin hasn't been repented of, okay, that paper, that sin is going to be in existence anywhere you go. You can file it in this container and go halfway across the world and it's still going to exist. It might have happened 20 years ago, it's still going to exist. That's the truth of it. It still exists until repentance in Christ, okay? However, now that that's burnt, you can look for it, you can search the world for it, you can remember that piece of paper as much as you like. The truth is it doesn't exist anymore, okay? You you can can go, you can can excavate the whole world but you, can, you won't find that piece of paper because it doesn't exist. You can think back, oh yeah, that piece of paper, that, that sin, that was there, I remember that. But you rem- you're not remembering it through the blood of Christ that actually took it away. Okay? And that's why that we influence ourselves to the spirit of deception when we think of our past events apart from the cross of Jesus because it doesn't exist anymore. My point today is that because of the cross of Christ, after repentance, the only way that your past can cripple you is if you let it cripple you. Okay? Um, every time you think about your past and feel condemned, I'm sure I'm not the only one who sometimes does that. Okay? I think you should repent, not of the sin, but for viewing the events of your life apart from the blood of Jesus. Okay? Because when we realise this, when we think about that, we realise how much we're, we're denying the power of the cross. When you dwell on your past, doesn't exist. You're dwelling on stuff that doesn't actually have any consequence anymore. So I don't, I don't care what has happened, what you've done, what might be crippling you. Today, as you remember the cross, I want you to remember Jesus, the risen Lamb, who died to take away the sins of the world, and just know that everything that has happened, the blood of Christ covers that. Every time, from now, every the only thing that your past can do, if you look at it through the cross of Christ is to bring glory to God. It's the only thing your past can do is bring glory to God if you review it in the, in the, in the light of the cross. Okay, so as you take this, as Jilly leads us in some worship, or Luke, take this and remember the cross and, and the power and the victory that is, that is available through it.